Intervision Entertainment presents Scintillating Stories, When Harry Met Shelley, written by John McKinley and adapted for radio play by Intervision Entertainment. Hi there, I'm Harry. Hello, Harry. I'm Shelley. I don't know if I'm in the right place or not. I'm early. I thought there might be coffee. You read my mind. A cup of coffee sounds great about now. This is my first time, too. You would think someone would be here already setting up. From what I was told, I think this is the right place. There are chairs out. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What were you told, and who told you about this place? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why so many questions? It's only two questions. I'm new here, and I really need to know. I'm new here, too. I don't know anything more than nothing. If this is the place, or if it's not the place, or whatever it's supposed to be, I'm still ignorant of everything. You got the language, the attitude. You're either what you might be, or you're not. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm no stranger to subterfuge, adopting masks and disguises, doing what must be done to hide in plain sight. I just don't know if you're putting it on, or if you live it and breathe it every day. Nice perfume. Did they issue it to you down at the bureau? What are you hinting at? Are you afflicted? A friend of the afflicted? Or something worse? An informant? Maybe this isn't your first meeting after all. So which is it, Shelley, if that even is your real name? Back off, dog breath. Whoa, that's a bit personal. Maybe I should ask you who told you about this meeting. Where the conversation took place? Who else in earshot may have eavesdropped? This was supposed to be a secret meeting. Not so secret if both you and I, who presumably never been here before, can be invited, presumably again, by totally different people. I'm very discreet, as are my associates. So you say. But what an excellent cover to claim an apparent superiority and then put me on the defensive, as if I need to explain myself to you. Nathan of High Street told me about the meeting. He said I could meet others here to help me figure out what it is I need to do to keep doing what it is I need to do. Nathan's a good man. Do you know him? Not personally, but Myra from the Littlest Borough knows him. She's the one who told me about this meeting tonight. She said I could find some peace here. So this isn't so much of a secret meeting. Not in the strictest sense, I guess. But from what I gather, each of our files, as it were, remarked, for your eyes only, which could only mean that this is still a secret meeting. Those in the know passing information along to others in the know. You know what I mean? But I don't know Myra from the smallest borough. They like it to be called the littlest. And you don't know Nathan. That bothers me. He's very well connected. If you're talking about Nathan Burke... Shh! Thought last names weren't supposed to be used here. I don't know about all that. Where are all the others? Why are you asking me? I told you I've never been here before. What time is it? You don't have a watch? I thought you above anyone else would be one to have one of those watches that had all of those turning dials. Not a diver's watch, but one with all the phases of the moon on it. What are you talking about? What are you getting at? I'm just saying, maybe you should wear a watch. I don't need a watch. Really? Only a moment ago you just asked me what time it was. I was told there was a meeting here tonight. This is Tuesday night in the UU basement and it should be nearly 7 by now, right? That was my information as well. So where is everybody? I 
don't know. So, what's Nathan's deal? What do you mean? As if I really need to elaborate. What are you talking about? The dude totally looks like a vampire. That's silly. Nathan just has a flair for style. The cape and the cane, I know, are a bit over the top. But you can't deny he's the fashionista of High Street. He's got a certain street cred to maintain. Just come out with it. He's a vampire, isn't he? He told me he was coming here tonight. You're not hearing it from me. Then he is a vampire. Jeez, you could have told me. This is supposed to be a space where there's a little trust involved. A little give and take. It's a support group. It's not so much of a group yet. It's just you and me. I don't know all the rules. And I'm not outing anyone. Everybody knows, or at least suspects, that Nathan's a vampire. And if you really want to know, Myra's a witch. She doesn't mind anyone knowing. She's a white witch, not the other kind, and a very nice person to know. And if you ever come to the littlest borough, look me up. I'm sure she would love to have us over. You're serious? You think I'm just saying that to be nice? I mean it. I might take you up on that. It's not a challenge. It's an invitation. You either come or you don't. This is my card with my address and number. I have a loft not far from Myra's place. What's waiting for me at Myra's? Is your spidey sense working overtime, Harry? There's no danger. At Myra's, we'll have a cup of coffee or tea, have a nosh, and some conversation. I thought you might like to spend some time with kindred spirits. That's why you're here, isn't it? Why should I trust you? You shouldn't trust me. All of us are on high alert. That's why being among friends is relaxing. We can let down our guard and act and speak freely. That's what I want for me and for you, if you want to come. Your hair smells like brine. Is that bad? No, not as long as you don't mind that I eat shellfish. Land dwellers eat land animals and I eat seafood. You probably made some witchy deal with Myra to walk on land, didn't you? There have been some improvements, Harry, over the last few centuries. Call it natural selection. Myra had nothing to do with it. What about you? How long have you got? Before I turn, you mean? Yeah. A while. You know exactly how long you've got. Three days. Hello, Harry. I'm Shelley. Shelley the mermaid. Harry the werewolf. So what happened to your tail? I'm not in the water now, am I? So it just comes and goes? Just as predictably, but more conveniently than your condition. You called it a condition. Not an affliction, a disease, a malady, like I hear on TV and read in the papers. It is what it is. We deal with it, and we roll on. Did you know the minute I walked in? No, not at first. But you were here, and so of course I thought something. And then, well, you do have doggy breath. I use mints. The scent of brine, I suppose, was my giveaway. But if you were here as an informant... How easy would it be to make me believe just by a scent? Well, your dog breath, too, could be chemically treated. So, now we're back to distrusting each other once again. I have an idea. You can prove to me what you are. I'll take you to the canal. You don't need to take me anywhere. And I don't need to prove anything to you. Maybe you've heard there's a delicacy in the city for mermaid sushi? How could I trust that you wouldn't lead me to a back alley wash tub in Little Japan? Well, I, I would never, well... Actually, yes, I have heard about that, but I, I would never work with those people. And how am I to be satisfied that you are what you say you are without me seeing you transform? You wouldn't want to see that, really. 
And I never said I was. You said I was. You didn't deny it. Well, that's because I am. And I'm a mermaid. Are you content with that? Yes. I believe you. Good to hear. Do you trust me? A little, so far. We all must remain vigilant. I understand. wonder where everyone is. It's got to be after 7 o'clock by now. Maybe we're not in the right place. We both found this place from instructions given to us. It sounds like we're both in the right place at the same time together. We could wait a little longer, maybe see if anyone else shows up. You said Nathan was coming. Nathan likes to make late arrivals and grand entrances, but that doesn't explain why no one else is here yet. Did Myra say she was coming? She doesn't come here anymore. Not that she didn't like it, but she said that it had served its purpose. Do you still want that cup of coffee? Yeah, that really sounds great. And maybe a little something to go along with it. And a slice of pie? I know a great place around the corner. You read my mind, didn't you? If I could do that, we'd have been eating pie around the corner a whole lot sooner. What about the meeting? I'm not even sure if there ever was supposed to be a meeting. A group meeting, that is. Maybe I should talk to Nathan. And I should meet Myra. It would be good for us all to get together and talk. And have a nosh and some tea? Sounds good to me. For now, let's just have that coffee and pie. You've been listening to When Harry Met Shelley, an Intervision Entertainment production written by John McKinley and adapted for radio by Intervision Entertainment. Featuring the voice talents of Ghislaine and Ryan of Intervision. Please hit the subscribe button and don't forget to share. If you'd like to support us, follow the link to Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can help bring these stories to life.